Good evening, and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the Southside and Mount Washington Parish Community as we celebrate the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Serving as your lector and musician today, my name is Thomas Conroy, and our presider is Father Michael. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And welcome. Again, always uh, a few new faces, new eyes uh, to see. Um, welcome back to some of you who are returning, uh, gathering together in community and sacrament uh, and in the Word of God. We trust that uh, God continues to call us deeper and deeper into discipleship. And of course, we know that calls us to bear fruit for God's kingdom. Uh, so for the fruit of the week that has been born, as well as the fruit that will be born forth in this coming week because of our gathering in prayer, in word, and in sacrifice, let us pause for a few moments and ask God's grace and mercy. Lord Jesus, you have called us to follow. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you fill us with your goodness and love. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you send us forth to bear fruit for your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. O God, who manifest your mighty power above all by showing your mercy, bestow on us, we pray, the grace, your grace abundantly upon us, and make us hasten to obtain the promises and to be heirs of the treasures of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us be seated and attentive to God's word. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let me now sing, my friend, my friend's song concerning his vineyard. My friend had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He spayed it, cleared it of its stones, and planted the choicest vines. Within it, he built a watchtower. He hewed out a winepress. Then he looked for the crop of grapes, but what it yielded was wild grapes. 
Now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I had not done? Why, when I looked at the crop of grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? Now I will let you know what I mean to do with my vineyard. Take away its hedge, give it to grazing, break through its wall, let it be trampled. Yes, I will make it a ruin. It shall not be pruned or hoed, but overgrown with thorns and briars. I will command the clouds not to send rain upon it. The vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his cherished plant. He looked for judgment, but see bloodshed, for justice, but hark outcry. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 80. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. A vine from Egypt you transplanted. You drove away the nations and planted it. It put forth its foliage to the sea. It shoots as far as the river. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. Why have you broken down its walls so that every passerby plucks its fruit? The boar from the forest lays it waste, and the beast of the field feed upon it. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see, take care of this vine, and protect what your right hand has planted, the Son of Man, whom you yourself made strong. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life and we will call upon your name. O Lord, God of hosts, restore us. If your face shine upon us, then we shall be saved. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, Have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, 
If there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Then the God of peace will be with you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. I have chosen you from the world, says the Lord, to go and bear fruit that will remain. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priest and the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent still other servants, more numerous than the first, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and inquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of that vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have you asked yourself recently the question, what fruit am I producing? Certainly, I, I, you know, reading and thinking about this gospel, I was thinking about that a bit myself, and sometimes I wonder myself what uh, fruit I am producing. Am I really producing fruit for God's kingdom? 
Am I really producing fruit for righteousness? Am I really producing fruit for uh, the poor, the vulnerable, the marginalized among us? Am I really doing things that build up and support the kingdom of God and the mission I've been given as a baptized disciple of Jesus? And certainly, even more so as a priest, <laughs> right? And you might think that funny coming from a priest because you think my work is work in the kingdom, is work in the vineyard, right? But sometimes I wonder. And yet I do know that uh, there is things that are happening, things that I'm doing, behaviors, actions that are making a difference in people's lives and building the kingdom. And that's not just for me, but that is true for you as well, everyone who's called. Oftentimes when we hear passages of scripture like this, we very often think about them as something that happened thousands of years ago. We hear them and we hear uh, the parable addressed, of course, at the first line of today's gospel, where he says he addressed the scribes and the Pharisees, or those who were the leaders of the time, right? Hear, hear this parable. And so it is addressed to someone specifically. But when we hear the scripture passages, we have to remember that the gospel passages were written not to just capture a historical moment in time, but to be timeless, to, to speak to uh, humanity, the, the word of God that both challenges and inspires us through any time and place. And so when we hear the passage of the vineyard and we hear about the reality of it taken away from some and given to others, we're not supposed to just hear that about the leaders of the Jewish people in Jesus' time, but we're also supposed to hear it about the leaders of this time and the leaders of the Christian people and the church of this time, and not just the leaders, but also to hear it as our very selves. And if you realize what's been happening over the last several weeks, we've been hearing kind of challenging parables from Jesus, because by the way, we're getting towards the end of the liturgical year, and Jesus is entering into much deeper confrontation with lots of his uh, uh, people that he's teaching, his followers, his adversaries. And so as we move towards the end of the liturgical year, there'll be this mounting controversy that starts to happen where the, the people are actually looking to find ways of tripping Jesus up and catching him, and they're plotting against him, right? So that's starting to happen now that we're coming towards the end of the liturgical year, which will end in November, the end of November. And so we're hearing that. But think about the parables we've heard in the Gospels for the last couple of weeks. Um, so just last week, we heard the parable of the two sons, right? One said yes, didn't go. One said no, and, and, and then went. And then by the end of that parable, Jesus says that tax collectors and prostitutes, sinners, in, in the eyes of the people, were entering into the kingdom before many others. And so there's these parables and these teachings about, are, are you really in? <laughs> are you really part of it, you know? Or, 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 are you, or are you just comfortable in experiencing the status quo? And so it's a challenge for all of us as God's people. So when we hear those parables, and if you notice in today's parable, what it is is it's actually supposed to be a self critique because he asked them a question hear this parable and at the end of them he asked them another he asked them a question and says what will that landowner do to those tenants and they're the ones who answer him right they will take those wretched men put them to a wretched death and then give that vineyard over to someone who's going to give them the right produce and so it's actually supposed to be a self critique and self reflection 
And how often do we, as God's people, do that? They were the first covenant people, the Jewish people, the first people that entered into that dynamic relationship with God and one another, summarized in the profound and simple statement, I will be your God and you shall be my people. And following in God's ways and in God's commandments. And that always didn't happen, right? We have a history of the whole Testament about how they turned away and how prophets called them back, etc., etc. But that's also the history of the church. And so that scripture passage is supposed to be something that we, the people of the new covenant, actually hear as well. Remember, we are now the people of the covenant. We are the people who are, have given and received the promises in baptism and in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ Jesus. Jesus. We're the ones who've been given a share in Christ's mission and within the vineyard as we've been called to follow him as his disciples. We're the ones who are called to reap good fruit for the benefit of God's kingdom within our everyday lives and world today. We're the ones who have received the covenant of the promise of life and eternal life. We're the ones who've received the promise of God's mercy and God's love, right? We're those people now. And we have to embrace it and live it, give ourselves some self-critique, and realize that there's goodness happening at the same time. Uh, this week, um, we're releasing the second of our, our videos, a video series that we're using to help people engage in what we've named a community covenant. And so, again, a covenant is simply a well, it's not simply. It, it, if you could define a covenant, I'm going to define it like this. It, the covenant is sacred promises made in relationship that lead and guide our behaviors, our decisions, our actions, right? That's what a covenant is. Sacred promises made in relationship that lead and guide our actions, behaviors, decisions. And so we in this parish community are starting to share something that we see as a dynamic vision of a new community covenant of what it means to be a part of a parish community. And that is stated in this covenant that we're releasing these videos to help people engage and understand and to dive into and to learn and to grow in. And so that community covenant is stated in six parts and it's stated in actions, we pray, we invite, we serve, we nurture, we go forth, and we embrace our call to discipleship. And over these next several months, every two weeks, we're going to be releasing some videos to help people kind of learn and engage and grow in that. And so I highly encourage you to take a look at these videos. They're released on our website under Community Covenant. It's a link directly on our parish website www.pop, Peterson of Peace, SMM, St. Mary of the Mount, .org, right? Go to Community Covenant, the videos will be there. Uh, and we're also actually trying to enter into community discussion engagement too, conversation that we're doing via social distance and via virtual means. So it will be a Zoom call that people can either call in or actually enter by their computer. So a covenant, a covenant talking about what it means to enter into sacred promises and to live them in a way that bears fruit. Have we asked ourselves the question, have we examined our own self and our own lives, our own discipleship, our own sacred promises in baptism? Have we examined those and seen not only the goodness, the beauty, 
the excellence, as Paul spoke about in the second reading, about what it is to be a person who follows and lives discipleship, but also ask ourselves, are we really living that covenant that, that, that brings about life for myself and for others, that, that, that builds about fruit for God's kingdom, for, for justice, for peace, for, for the poor and the vulnerable among us? We, as God's people, are people called to bear good fruit for God's kingdom. Together, let us stand as we profess one faith. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through Him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, He came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake He was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and His kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting the power of God's love and God's kingdom in our midst, we bring these prayers and petitions. Our response is, hear us, O Lord. For an end to prejudice, systemic racism, and violence, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For the grace this week to offer to the Lord the good fruit of our faith, hope, and love, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For our nation and world still struggling under the weight of COVID, that our dead may be honored, abatement may come quickly, and that safety in our communities may increase. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember new parishioners and recently baptized and those with birthdays and anniversaries during the month of October. We pray. Hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Claire Braun and Denise Meljak, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, us, O Lord. We remember today Karen Flaherty and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray, hear Hear us, us, O Lord. Lord Lord our God, thank you for your call 
your love, your commitment to us, your people. Hear these prayers and petitions we offer as your community, your covenant community, as your church, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Trusting, praying, working for the kingdom of God at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Said to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. We turn and offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. I offer the prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. A couple of parish announcements. As I mentioned in my homily, the second video on our Community Covenant will be released tomorrow. It's available anytime after that, including the previous videos as well. Uh, this one's called, what is, hmm, what is Covenant? What is a Covenant? And uh, not only that, but we are also having a kind of a Zoom uh, sharing and discussion community building uh, opportunity, and it will be this Wednesday at 7 p.m. And we're sending that Zoom link to people via Flocknote. So if you've not signed up for Flocknote already, the, either by email or by telephone number, uh, please uh, do so. It's one of the ways we've been communicating most with our people. The uh, results for uh, the surveys uh, are in regarding the parish merger as well as the uh, final recommendation for the name. Those are in this week's bulletin, answers to some of the questions that were asked, as well as the final five names that we're going to be submitting to the bishop for his final decision sometime hopefully before the end of November, hoping we know by the beginning of December what the new parish name will be. Um, so please check that out as well as those Q's and A's, uh, not only in the bulletin, but also on our parish website. And lastly, we are no longer requiring call-in or online registration for weekend masses starting next weekend. You no longer need to sign up beforehand. Okay, that being said, <laughs> we've not reached capacity in any of our masses yet, right? We've not reached that. 
but there may be a mass or two where we actually reach capacity. And if you're walking in the door at five o'clock, we may say no vacancy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so if, if just so you know, without the sign up, it will be more of a welcoming situation, but it also means that if you're walking at the last minute, you could risk the fact that we've got, we've reached our capacity, if you will, right? So, um, pass the word. Together, let us stand and pray. Grant, Almighty God, that we may be refreshed and nourished by the sacrament we have received and so be transformed into what we consume through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Let me rest in you.